Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. So this one's actually going to be kind of random because, well not random, but like, I never thought I would ever do a podcast episode on this particular subject, which is The Mighty Ducks, Disney's The Mighty Ducks movies. Okay, so growing up, I had seen the first Mighty Ducks like maybe one time, but I was never really into those movies. Like for me, Mighty Ducks was just never my thing. I loved Mighty Ducks, the animated series with these, like, you know, the actual ducks. I loved that, um, but I never really got into the movies like that. I remember watching, like, you know, I think I had Snow White or it was either NBC, which is a nightmare before Christmas, I call it NBC because it's just shorter, NBC or Snow White and the Seven Dwarves um, on VHS. And one of the two of them, or maybe even both, had a trailer for, I think, the Mighty Ducks sequel, the second film. Um, and so I remember like, you know, I remember it was like the ducks are back or whatever, uh, like D2, whatever the ducks are back. Um, so I remember having like that trailer and I remember like wanting to like sort of watch it, but it was, I don't, it just wasn't my thing. It was never really my thing. Um, and for whatever reason, a couple weeks ago, like before, okay. So just so you guys know, Disney plus does have a brand new Mighty Ducks series out and before I even knew that that was a thing, I was like watching these movies. I don't know why. I was like, I want to see these movies. Um, I grew up watching, um, um, what's his name? Joshua Jackson from Dawson's Creek. I grew up like, you know, watching him from Dawson's Creek, um, Urban Legend, Scream 2, um, The Skulls. So I'd seen him in a few different things. And I love Joshua Jackson. I had a huge crush on him, but like of many guys when I was a kid. But out of like every, like all the guys in Dawson's Creek, it was him and the guy Jack who I think his name is Kerr Smith. I had a crush on him, both of them. Um, James Vanderbeek, not as much. He was cute, I think, when Dawson first came on. And then I just, I don't know, just he wasn't for me. But anyway, so um, I like grew up loving the character of Pacey. And yes, I know I was too young to watch those shows. Look, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be here, know this, okay? There were a few things I, no, there were many things I watched as a kid that I just was not, I should have not been watching. That's just, a bona fide fact, but it is what it is. And honestly, girl, after I have little cousins, like tiny cousins, like I think one of them is like seven and she speaks like an adult. And I'm just like, okay, you know what? I don't think that I <laughs> was a problem. I really don't because, oh my goodness, like I, it's, it's more common, I think, than we realize how grown up kids are. Like I, I did not realize that. But anyway, I was a kid watching like Scream and stuff at like a very young age and whatever. I, you know, I was very outspoken. I think I was well-spoken as well as a child. So there's that. Um, but anyway, like I, so I grew up watching, you know, him and things and I just, I don't know, Mighty Ducks just was never my jam. So Recently, I just got into this, like, wanting to watch. I, I haven't been on Disney Plus in a cool minute. I just, I don't know why, but I just haven't really been inspired to watch anything. Um, I have been trying to watch The Bad Batch. I'm not going to lie to you, but, like, after the first two episodes, I was just kind of over it. It's, it's a good show. I'm not saying it's not a good show. It, it's just, it's not really for me, I guess. I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I really, truly don't know. Um, wait a minute. Is Ryan the Last Dragon available to watch right now? Oh, on June 4th. So in like two, three days. Okay. I was like, wait, what? Um, I, cause I haven't seen it since the movie dropped. So I was like, wait a minute. I want to watch it again. Like, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Um, which by the way, Cruella de Vil is on, is on Disney plus as well. If you haven't seen it, give it a watch. It's, I think it's cute. You can also go to the theaters and see that. So, but anyway, get into the Mighty Ducks. So yeah, I had this weird wanting to watch the Mighty Ducks kind of thing. Um, like a few weeks ago. So I did, I sat there and I watched the first movie and you guys, I liked it. I, I, I couldn't really remember it from childhood because I only seen it like one time. Um, 
And I, like, I grew up watching like Little Giants and, and uh, Big Green and other movies like that. So I, you know, I'd seen like Sandlot and stuff. So I'd seen like kids sports movies before. Um, and this is just like another one of the kids sports movies. But to me, in my opinion, this was better than a lot of them. I really liked the first Mighty Ducks. It was really cool. Um, and so basically I'm just give you the, like the synopsis and then we'll go from there. Um, so Emilio Estevez, who was a big star in the eighties with his brother, Charlie Sheen, um, and their father, Martin Sheen, he's in this movie. He's the main character. Um, he plays, I think, what is his character's name? And I don't remember. I think it's Coach Bombay. We'll call him yeah, Bombay is his, his last name. He is a lawyer. And basically, I think he gets like a DUI or something. And they're like, hey, you know, you're going to have to like basically do community service. So he ends up having to coach this team of like, you know, losers, I guess, uh, which is Joshua Jackson, Charlie and his friends, Jesse and a few of, of, of the other kids. And, um, you know, he, he meets them and he pulls up in this limo on like the ice. They're in Minneapolis, Minnesota, I believe. But he pulls up on the ice in a limo. And I've never seen that happen. And I was irritated. I was beyond irritated. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what? Like, what? It was just, it was the it was like one of the craziest scenes I think I'd ever seen in a kid's movie. Because I'm just like, who does that? Who pulls up? to a team like on the ice like who does that so anyway so as I'm thinking this and I'm just like not having a good time with the scene the mother of Joshua Jackson's character's mother who I think is like a waitress at like a diner she comes out of nowhere and she's like what are you doing with my kid because they all they all like jump on the limo and then like there's like 10 to 12 kids they jump on the limo they jump in the limo and I'm like oh my god all this body weight in this car in this limo on the ice are they crazy so I'm just like freaking out. And so the mom comes in. She's like, what are you doing with my kid? on the-? I was like, thank you. Thank you. But she's like, what are you doing with my kid on the ice? Like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, thank you. Thank you, miss. Thank you. Because I thought I was going nuts. And he's like, I have a thing about ice. I know when it's okay to drive on. I'm like, what the f- What? <laughs> I was so irritated. And listen, I know this is not like a new thing, right? I know like obviously people like, um, you know, have, you know, go sledding on ice. I, I know. I know this. Trust me, I do. I know this. But no, I'm not doing it. I just refuse. I just refuse to think that this is okay. This is a limo. It's like, it's like what, how, how, how much, how much does a limo weigh? Like how much is like, I know it's a movie. I know it's just a movie, but I'm like, there's some idiotic people who see movies and think I can do this too. You know that I'm right about this y'all. Like y'all know that I'm right. So I was just, I was beyond irritated. I was worried about these kids. I was like, he's not going to fit. He's a no-go. He's a no-go coach for my child. I think not. So anyway, um, he hates children. He's like, I hate kids. I can't stand them, blah, blah, blah. And he has to teach these kids basically how to um, play hockey. And that's that's his community service. Um, it We find out that when he was a kid, he had also played hockey. And, you know, he had disappointed his coach by not... Uh, uh, not, it wasn't a winning shot type thing. I don't know what, like, they lost the game, but I think they lost the game, but it had, it wasn't because of his shot. Like, anyway, but he was, like, traumatized from that moment because he just wanted to make his dad proud of him and his coach proud of him. And so he, like, quit hockey after that. And the first movie really does a lot of callbacks to his relationship with the coach and the father. So anyway, he has to coach these kids, these unlikely kids. And um, we find out that the rival team that he has to coach, that he has to coach against is the is the uh, t- uh what hello uh is his old coach and basically his old coach and his old team um 
that he has to go up against. So he's like, I have to face the coach that I let down. Like, oh my gosh, this sucks. So it's it's one of those kind of movies. It's a really cute movie. I really loved all the kids in the movie. Um, and what's crazy about the Mighty Ducks movies is I've noticed about these films that I, and even the show, which is what I'm getting to now, is I've noticed that on the Ducks team, there are girls and like nobody makes a big deal about it, which I love. But it's weird because like, because of how like, full contact sport it is like none of the other teams in the in any of these movies that I recall have girls on the team so it's interesting that the Ducks have girls on the team and no other team does in a full contact sport and it's never an issue you know how like in so many sports movies in the 90s there's like oh it's a girl girl can't play girl can't do this it was actually really refreshing at least I mean I must have missed it maybe I did I'm not sure I don't think I did but it was really refreshing to me to have like girls on the team and not have to hear like just sexist, stupid crap. And I was like, this is and from a from a 90s movie. Yeah, it's Disney, but from a 90s movie, like I know some like, well, it's Disney. Disney's not Disney's not gonna do that. Bull crap. Like everybody does that. So it was weird that like it was it was just a, bre- a breath of fresh air, really, honestly, to see that. Cause I'm like, I I was waiting for it in the first film. Like, I'm waiting. I mean, I guess there were maybe a few subtle moments where boys did underestimate some of the girls. I suppose that did happen. I'm not sure if it was the teammates though, but I suppose it did happen. If there was any conversation, it was a, if there was any competition with the girls on the team, it was for the goalie spot because there was a goalie girl that comes into the second film, and the goalie boys kind of like it, it's not it's not a set thing it's more just like this is my spot on the team and someone's coming from my spot so he tries to like psych I think it's the third film he tries to like psych her out um but again it has nothing to do with her being female it's just the fact that he wants that position so again it was really kind of like refreshing to see that that's not a thing and now there's even a tv series which I was like this is perfect timing I'm watching these movies and now there's a tv series, which I I tell you guys I swear I was not checking for this series I was not thinking about this series I had no idea it was going to be a thing so when I like got on there I was like oh my gosh, like, I'm watching these movies and now there's a show. So, anyway, the the, the second and third movie, they're... <laughs> I'm not sure if Disney, how much involvement Disney had with the first film, if that makes sense, but, like, you can definitely tell the switch between the first film and the second two films. They're much more campy and much more, like, you know, Disney magic-esque, which is not a problem, but it's... I like the first film for how it felt. It kind of reminds me of, like, the first Santa Claus, which I know Disney was all over that. Trust me, I know. But... Which is not a bad thing ever, but I'm saying like the first Santa Claus movie had like almost like a rawness to it. I really loved it. It was something so different and unique, and I loved it. And same with the Mighty Ducks. It was there was something really nice about that film. I loved all the kids in the movie. I loved the real. I I loved the character of Banks. I forgot his first name, but Banks, the kid. I loved his character. I love that he was like he starts off as a bully um, on the on the opposing team, but because of where he lives, he technically should be on the Ducks team. So Emilio Estevez, the coach coach Bombay kind of like fights the his old coach for that kid on the team who's a really good player and unfortunately we see him go up against the other boys on on his team and he's also getting duped by the boys on the ducks because they're like no you're one of he was one of the bullies in the first part of the movie so they don't like him either and it's just like this back and forth but I loved the first movie because I liked a lot of the characters in there um I felt like all the kids had like at least well most of the kids had shining roles in the film 
Um, I know the girl on the team in the first movie, like the first, there's two girls, but the first girl, the one who's there the whole time, she plays in the movie Queen of the Damned. She's the one that like Lestat ends up with in the end, which I, I haven't seen her in very much. My phone keeps sliding. I'm so sorry. I haven't seen her in very much. I was like, I know who you are. Um, and then Vic, I think it's Vic. Yes, it is. Vic from Casper is in this. I had a huge crush on Vic. Let me tell you on in Casper. Him and uh, Derek, what, no, I'm sorry, Devin Sawa. I was like, Christina Ricci's character was going to look out either way with either guy. I was like, they're both cute. However, comma, Vic was trash <laughs> in Casper. Towards the end, Vic became trash because he, because that blonde girl was like running his life and I was not here for it. And every time I see his face in the movie, I'm like, coming Vic? That's the first thing I think of. You guys remember in, in Casper where he's talking to Christina Ricci's character and that evil blonde looks at him with his attitude? Miss Hillary Duff before Hillary Duff was a thing and was like, coming Vic? I was like, oh, snatch her up. <laughs> Kathleen, you better get her because I will. Like, I was I was too thrilled. But yeah, he's in this movie. He's in all three movies. Some of the kids are in all three films, which I was like, that's awesome. The core team, pretty pretty much, besides Jesse, who I love Jesse. I was so sad that Jesse didn't come back for the third film, but I heard a little tea on that. But anyway, so the core kids in this movie, pretty much, pretty much, come back for the, the next two installments, which I loved that. That was cute. Because for whatever reason, I thought they were like just going to switch out. I knew a few of them came back for the sequel because, again, I had seen the first movie as a kid. And when I saw the trailer for the sequel, you know, as a kid, I was I recognized certain faces. OK, like the nerdy kid, um, Joshua Jackson's character. So I knew there were a few other ones that were going to be coming back. Um, I didn't know how many, but there were quite a few, actually. Anyway, so, you know, we have the, the first movie, and there's, like, a really cool team of kids, and they're, you know, they're, I, I don't, I just, I just liked the vibe of the first film, and like I said, once we get to the second film, some of the kids from the first film are gone, and they need to fill those slots, and man, let me tell you, these kids are, like, the, the new kids are just completely, like, they're kind of stereotypical in a way, but also not like it's it's weird yet nice. I don't know. Like there's the cowboy character who whatever reason has like a freaking um a uh a rope. Like I forgot what they call those. Like what do they do? The, aren't there names for that? Like the 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 ropes that they use to wind up the the lasso, the lasso. Here's a lasso. Um they have him. They have another girl who I think was like a ballerina or something like that. Like she, they're, they're characters to replace the kids that didn't come back from the first film. That's basically what they are. Um, and yeah, there's, I don't know. There's just, a, there's, there's, they're a cool team. There's, I think one of the boys is from uh, the Sandlot. I think, I think two of the kids or three of the kids on the team at some point in the movies are from the Sandlot. I can't remember exactly which ones. I think Jesse, the boy, the black boy who plays Jesse, I think is from the Sandlot, which I love his character in the first two films. He's like, a, he takes no crap, but he also kind of has like a leadership material vibe to him too, which I love because like to me, the leadership role could have either gone to Banks, Jesse, or Charlie, period. Because all three of them have like that kind of material. Obviously, it's going to go to Joshua Jackson's character because his mom is like single and he's trying to hook up the coach with his mom, which by the end of the first film, they do kind of hook up, which I was like, okay, so they're going to be together. The second film kind of comes, like, it, it doesn't, it kind of, it kind of starts where the other one sort of left off. We find out that that Coach Bombay went and, and like he pursued his dream of, of being in the NHL. Um, I think he does get into the NHL, but in, you know, an accident happens. And so he's like, you know, just down for the count. He decides to coach uh, Team USA for like this, this championship, which happens to be the Ducks. They have to change their name. And we find out that him and the mom, like the mom got married out of nowhere. She just got remarried. 
while he was gone, which was weird. And he ends up like sort of falling for this, this team USA, like woman. And, uh, it just, it just, the second movie was, just, it was cool, but it was weird. Um, Kenan Thompson though, my man, Kenan Thompson, we were just talking about him. Hey, he's in this by the way. So, okay. I'm, I'm leaving things out. So a lot of the kids from heavyweights, at least three of them are in these movies. The, the, the main boy who I didn't know, I looked him up on IMDb. He went on to be like, he's super cut. All of them are like super skinny now or like skinnier now. So I was like, just look at y'all. Okay. Can tell me, tell me what your secret is. Souls, tell me what your secret is. Souls. Like all of them are like doing, you know, doing, doing good, I guess. I'm early so thinner. Um, but yeah, he like thinned out. Not that there's anything wrong with being big. There's nothing wrong, girl. I'm still, I'm still in that camp. Okay. Souls. Nothing wrong with it, but I'm saying like it was it's crazy because they all started in heavyweights and they were all you know plus size kids, some of them bigger than others, and now they're all super skinny for whatever reason, for different reasons, obviously. You know, I don't someone some some may have dieted, some could be on that, you know, that you know, booger sugar or whatever, you know, or some just really worked on their bodies. I have no idea. But anyway, so the main boy from heavyweights um is in the first film. And the gully in the first film is also in heavyweights, but then Keenan Thompson comes in in the second film. But I think he's credited for the first film too, which doesn't make sense because I watched the first film like twice and he's not in it. So for whatever reason, last I checked, he was credited for the first film without actually being in the first film. He is in two and three. And he actually allegedly is a part of the reason why the boy Jesse, who I believe was from the Sandlot, I think he's from the Sandlot, didn't come back for number three, which sucks really does suck because it was it was kind of I like the character of Jesse Jesse took no crap from anybody Keenan Keenan Thompson's character in the in the second film was kind of annoying he kind of like talks crap to the team only for them to like hook up with him and his brother and like show them like okay this is what it takes to to really go out there you guys need more fire you need your fire back you need to work as a team they really help them like get to that point and then he Keenan Thompson's character ends up jumping onto the team so it kind of sucks that Jesse didn't come back for three because Jesse's actually one of the most pop one of the most popular characters in the Mighty Ducks, I found out, which I can see why. Just he's a cool kid. He takes no crap. And I think his absence in the third film is the reason why Joshua Jackson's character changed so much in the third movie. Because normally Charlie's the character. He's like the, you know, the do-gooder kid. He just wants to make Coach Bombay very proud. He just, you know, he he needs a father figure in his life. And Coach Bombay is that father figure for him. And so by the third film, though, like, well, look, okay. So the third film is really weird because Emilio Estevez, even though he has like top billing, he's barely in the third movie. There's a whole new coach and a whole new situation. The kids get a scholarship to a certain university and they have to like prove themselves there. They have a coach there and you know, he's basically trying to like, you know, tear them down to build them back up sort of kind of mentality. And he kind of wants them to forget being ducks. He's like, you're not the ducks here. You're going to be a whole different team. It turns out that doesn't really work for them because that's how they thrive is together, you know, as ducks. And some of the kids don't come back again, Jesse, a few of the other ones don't come back from the, from the second film. So they have to kind of learn to like, you know, get on without them, get out, get on without the coach. And you know, it, it, the third film is nice because it's, it's mainly about the kids. It's not even about Emilio, who I think was doing another film at the time. So that's why he couldn't be in this one as much. But it still worked somehow. Like, I thought I was going to hate the third movie because he's not in it that much. But I actually liked it because I... I grew into liking these kids and seeing them like grow up and be high school students and you know how they behave it's ridiculous of course because like I said after the first film things just got really ridiculous in these movies so they, they do rely a lot on ridiculousness in the third film but it's still a really good solid movie in my opinion I think all three of the films were actually pretty solid in my opinion um 
which like I said, I love the first one, but I like the second one too. I, I, for whatever reason, I really like the second one. The third one is pretty good. Um, and some, I think one or two of the characters from the second film that didn't like come back officially, you know, for throughout the whole movie, come back towards the end. So that was kind of cool. Um, Again, Emilio Estevez is like, he pops in and out of the movie. So that way you remember that, oh yeah, he's in this too. So it was, it was an interesting film, the third one. And then we get into the TV series, which takes place. I think I'm not a math person anymore, but I think it's like, well, obviously it takes place in modern day, but like, it's like, you know, over 20 years after the events of the third film, we find out that the coach got an, um, an ice skating ring called the Ice Palace. And he's just kind of a beaten man at this point. He's just like, you know, I've... Because hockey really has been a huge part in and out of his life, of his life. You know, he was was a kid on the hockey team. And because he didn't, you know, score that shot, he got disappointed in himself and quit. He then became a coach for the Ducks. After that, he tried his footing in uh, professional hockey. The, you know, his injury happened. And so he had to get that up, went back to coaching for Team USA. And by the third film, he was out of a coaching job again. So he's really had a back and forth relationship with hockey. Um, and I found out there was going to be a fourth film as well, but Joshua Jackson did not want to come back. So I guess he was irritated by that. And so he hated like working on the third film. Allegedly, he didn't like working on the third film because he was like, I hate the idea that they're going to do a fourth movie. Like he was, he was growing up, basically. He was growing up, which I'm like, okay, but... Even if they do a fourth film, we don't have to have Charlie as the main character anymore. Like, if he wants to leave, give the fuck out. You know, I mean, I like Charlie, but I'm saying if he wants to leave, go. I don't know if Emilio... I, I really don't even know if Emilio Estevez wanted to do three films. Like, I feel like he even... in his, I, I'm not sure, but I feel like at the time, even he was like, I did not expect to have to come back for these things. I thought I was going to do one and done, and here I am doing twos and threes, and you want me to do a four? I think not. So it's interesting that he's now the star of this sort of the star of this this TV series. So this series, anyway, starts off with the Ducks being a professional hockey team, which they mentioned that there's a professional version of them in like Anaheim, California in, in the movies. So it starts off with them, you know, trying to be young junior Ducks, these, these, these new kids. And right off the bat, I'm annoyed because <laughs> no, but listen, I'm annoyed because like it, it, it talks about that whole thing about, you know, um, um, about like, these, these, they're just really grown up. I don't know. These kids are so grown up. I'm like, this is almost unrealistic at how grown these 12 year olds are, the way they speak, the way they carry themselves. It just seems so unrealistic. And then this weekend I was around my seven year old cousin. I think she's seven, she's seven, nine or seven. I don't care. She's one of those two ages. And oh my, you guys, she was so freaking grown. And I'm like, why are you so grown up? And I'm, I know the answer. It's the internet. It's Facebook. It's TikTok. It's this, it's that, it's, it, and, and everything. But I'm like, you are far too, it's scary how grown up they are. I like, they can basically teach themselves. It's so freaking scary. It's terrifying. And I'm just like, okay, maybe the, maybe I've been tripping all these years when I see like 12, 13 year olds speaking the way they do. But at the same time, no, I, I still feel like that's a media thing, right? I still feel like the media makes these kids like smart, not smarter, but like, you know, appear smarter, right? Like I, I, it's weird. It's just weird. Anyway, the show's cute. It's about this kid and his mom. And you know, this child is like, he, he's on the ducks team, but he kind of sucks. And they're like, you know, we need to cut certain people. So they end up cutting him, his mom. I don't know her name, but she was in the show Gilmore girl. She's the mother from there. She was also in bad Santa. She's like, she works at this, for this company and, uh, with some of the other people like on the team. Um, 
fun fact, they're, I think they're twins or this boy girl twin um, who uh, their mother's like his mother's manager. And she's this very blase woman. Like she's just very passive on the mom. Like, you know, like she's like, you work so hard. I couldn't do your job, blah, blah, blah. I, I've had a manager like that. And I hate those kind of people. Like I hate when people know that your job is like super hard and you work for them to like, you know, keep things afloat. And they just like, I couldn't do what you do. You're so good. I could but they're super fake about it. That's exactly her manager. So I was like, I already hate you. Like you're already trash. You can go somewhere. Um, which Y'all, we, we got to talk about, you know, racial stereotypes in these shows because I was really pressed. Again, we talked about this in Halloween Town 3, or 4, Halloween Town 4, how all the Asian characters in that movie were bad characters, which p- pissed me off. Yeah, this happens in this too. I mean, te- like, mm, yes and no. So the mom is, like, like, there's a dad, I guess, and he's blase. The mom isn't a bad guy. She's just blase. I haven't finished the series, so I don't know what's going on, but the mom isn't bad. She's just blase. And I hate that. Like, I really hate that. And then the kids are jerks. Her two kids are jerks. Like her son is a straight up bully. The daughter, I don't, I can't get a read on. I really don't pay attention to her, but like bullies. And I'm like, are you okay? Sure. Like, (laughs) I hate it. I just, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I hate anytime a, mi- a minority has like money or is like a manager because they get put in these roles where they're, they have to be mean to the, you know what I'm saying? Like they have to be mean. They have to be like, I hate that. I truly hate it. It bothers my soul when that happens. And it happens so freaking often. Like we have, whatever. Anyways, so. So the mom, you know, he, her son gets cut from the team and the guy who's the coach of the team, one, he's a jerk and two, he's from Descendants. He is Gil, um, Gaston's son, which I don't know why his name would be Gil, but I, I don't, whatever. I think it's like Gaston Jr. I don't know, whatever. Anyways, so he, um, he's the coach and he cuts him from the team and the mom makes a scene. She goes on the ice and she's like, how dare you? We're going to start our own team and we're going to call ourselves like, don't bother. Cause he basically tells the kid don't bother. And she's just like, how can you tell my son don't bother? Like, you know, he's, you know, y'all taking this too serious. You guys have like scouts coming to games and stuff. Like they're just kids. They want to play hockey. They're 12. Why are you tripping? And it just, it turns into this whole thing. So anyway, she and the son decide they're going to make their own team, but they have to come up with like six players. They have to find a place to practice they have to get equipment so if the first couple episodes is just about that anyway they go to this place called the ice palace and guess who owns it Emilio Estevez but there's like one rule to being in the ice palace is what it is <laughs> you can't do hockey so he's like against hockey at this point she doesn't know who he is she has no idea who this guy is he's kind of like he's kind of become like a Luke Skywalker character like a hermit sort of like an Obi-Wan Kenobi like people should know who you are but they don't so he's kind of one of those and um she has to get all this money together and she's like, hey, like, can can we, you know, practice hockey here because we have nowhere else to go? And he's like, if you give me the amount of money and you get your team together, sure, whatever, I'll let you practice here. But I'm not helping you coach. I don't care about your life. I don't care about your kid, blah, blah. He's, he's me, basically, um, without the hockey background. He's me. So anyway, um, she ends up getting all the stuff. They end up, you know, forming a little team of kids and it's it's cute it's it's very much like the movie uh in ways a lot of the kids are very similar to you know they're like they're mo- like a movie counterpart of them basically they're a newer, a newer generation of that but again he's like the joshua jackson character his mom is a single mom there's no real mention of the father and of course he 
tries to, you know, get Coach Bombay to come back and teach because the mom is like, she's trying to do her own thing. She's really just trying to have fun with these kids. But her son still has the heart of like a Doug. He still wants to be on the Doug's team. He just wants it to be a better experience for him. So his plan is to get back there or at least be on the professional team they can take they can take seriously. So when he finds out that Coach Bombay is like, you know, the the ex you know, a uh, manager of the Ducks, the the ex-coach, he's like, I need you to come and teach. And so it's cute because him and the mom go back and forth between them, each other to the coach. And the coach is just kind of like, I don't care. I'm like, I'm really, this is just my arena. I'm just here to let y'all do what you do. I don't care. By the second, third episode, he starts seeing like the kids suck at what they do. So he's like, I'm going to like, you know, write little plays in the book. I'm going to give you kind of ideas without helping you. I'm going to help you basically. And I guess it's going to turn into a point where he obviously has to like take over the team. But it's it's a cute show. There's a little girl who's on the show who um, like she's on the Ducks as well. But she's not because the, the ducks are kind of the mean ones. It, it, it's it's strange. It's cool, but it's strange because it's like the ducks were like the underdogs in the original movies. Obviously, they've always had to prove themselves. And they're finally here at this like top peak position. And they're jerks. Like they're just complete jerks. The coach wants nothing to do with it. Like, you know, Coach Bombay wants nothing to do with them. They bully homie off the team. So it's, it's a really interesting flip on how things work over time. You know, the kids in school think they're hot. Like they're so cool because like we're the ducks and you're if you're not a duck you're basically trashing like they're not straight up bullies to everybody they're pretty much just bullying this main kid because he was once a duck and now he's not but anyway one of the girls on the team who's a really good player she you know they kind of want her to become the leader of the ducks or this this team called the don't bothers because like everybody on the team sucks and there's there's this blonde kid who reminds me so much of, of Guy. Guy is, is the guy, Vic. Vic is, is from Casper, but his character in the Mighty Ducks series, his name is Guy. He kind of gives me a Guy vibe, sort of. Um, but it's funny because like he like every time he comes into a scene, when he first comes in, he's like flipping his hair and stuff. And they're playing like this music, like he's the man and stuff. And, you know, the main character is not the best hockey player. And there's, by the way, there's another like sidekick character who is terrible at hockey too. He's He was like a sports announcer, a little like, little junior sports announcer and he joins the team because he you know he was in little league or some junk whatever and he's like I you know I want to help I want to you know get involved he's the main kid's next door neighbor so they they pick him up early and so um it's funny because like you know you think oh he's gonna be the hot shot of the group he's gonna he's he's you know he plays hockey I think he's from Canada in the show whatever like and he's coming here to America and like they're like okay he's got to be the ish yeah he's gonna be the ish on this team and he, the second he gets on the ice, he fumbles. And I loved it. I was like, yes, I knew it was going to happen. I was like, if he comes out here and he shows them up, it's over. It's over. It's over. He going to go to the other team. We already know he, he's going to be, he was going to be Banks in reverse. That's how, what I thought. Banks is the boy from the other team that in the movies that got pulled to their team. I was like, he going to be Banks in reverse. I know it, but I know it, but I know it. And when he got out on that field and he sucked, I was like, I'm dead. And the second I fell out, the main character boy was like, I'm done. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm sorry, but I like I fell out. I fell out because I knew what was going to happen. I was like, how much you want? But he's going to be a flop. He's going to be a flop. He's either going to be a flop or he's going to be so good that the other boy's going to be like, well, you're our star. One of the two. And he flopped. There's also this really cute little girl who wears like a cape or whatever. She's like, I dress like a, a huntress or some junk. I loved her character. There's um, another kid. I think his, it starts with an S. 
I know his name starts with an S. I just can't think. Is it Seth or something? It's something like that. Simeon. It's not Simeon. That's, that's his name is not Simeon. What is his name? It starts with an S, but he's like accident prone. I love. I like his character too, because he's like he's one of the characters. If you dare him to do something, he's just gonna do it. Which I knew was gonna happen, because when he came into the show, they're like, "Oh, you're the guy that does." If someone dares you to do something, you're gonna have to do it. And I was like. The main boy's going to dare him to be on the team, and that's exactly what happens. But he joins. He's, I think he's a decent player. I don't really know because, like, we haven't gotten to that part so far in the, in the show. They all kind of suck, except for the girl that they try to get in there. And she has to play double duty. And again, with the stereotypes, okay? So she is, um, I believe her family is also an Asian family. Um, and her mother is very, like, you know, you find out that her parents, like, they, they force her to be like the best. Like she's like a B in my family is like not, you know, I only get A's, blah, blah, blah. You're bringing me down. I, you know, she's on the ducks, but she wants to get away from the ducks because they don't treat her right. I think she also has like an injury with her leg that kind of like puts her at risk of not being on the team, but she's still a really good player. And, but her parents are super hard on her. They're super like, you need to go to Harvard. Her brother ends up getting accepted to Harvard. And so she's just kind of like, you know, that's what you have to do. And even her mom was like, they were eating cake in this one scene. And her mom's like, yeah, you know, enjoy your cake because tomorrow we're cutting out all carbs. We're doing all this, which I like, I know that that's like a part of a sports. See, that's why I didn't do sports in school. Cause like, ugh, no, like I had a friend whose parent was like a sports parent and his mom was so controlling. And that's why like, it turned me off of doing sports. I was like, I'll be damned if my parents do that kind of shit to me. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to jail. I'm going to be, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail Menendez style try it like okay I'm not doing that my parents are not doing that to me not to me it ain't happening but seriously like I like ugh. and it's it's such a stereotype I don't know what it is about like I feel like anytime we like we get to see like not anytime but a lot of times I'll say that a lot of times when it comes to like um Asian characters obviously there's the there's like you know different nationalities when I say that that's a blanket term but like when it comes to like Asian characters I feel like in so many things they and and maybe there is truth to that in in reality possibly obviously you know it's I feel like you know different different countries different continents even I guess take education differently than the U.S. does sure I'm sure that I can I can sure yeah I can see that um but it's just I hate the whole like it's it's such a stereotype in movies, right? Especially when the when the character's a girl character. I don't know why, but I feel like there's so much pressure. And if that is something that's actually factually true, which I'm sure there's there's truth to it, then that needs to stop. Like, don't pressure, don't stress your kid out. So, like, your kid's gonna be successful because they're you know they're gonna be successful, not because you push them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I guess some people do need to be pushed into success you know maybe I would have been more I mean I think I'm pretty successful maybe I would have been even more successful had someone like pushed me but at the same time if someone's like pushing you and forcing you into something you're only doing it to get them off your back you're not doing it because you you love it you know what I'm saying like that's just my opinion just my my two cents but it's it's another one of those things where it's just like okay how come why am I seeing all these brown folks in this show all having these like stupid stereotypes attached to them one family is just like you know I'm rich, I'm better than you, everybody else is nasty. And then the other one is like, you're gonna go to Harvard, you're gonna do this the way I told you to do it, and that's that on that. And I'm just like, you guys are too much. Like, I'm not trying to, grow by, like, grow by, get get out of my face, get out of my face. Out of my face, out of my face. (laughs) 
Brenda Scary movie. But seriously, I, I'm I'm just like, whatever. So that that bothered me. That really irks me. It does because okay, listen, y'all, like you're coming from my people, and I'm not here for. You are, though. You are, though. You are, though. You're coming from my fam, and I'm just not here for it. Like, I maybe maybe it did feel a little personal. Maybe it did feel a little personal. So maybe I was a little personal. I got a lot of mixtures up in this, okay? I have a lot of mixtures. Girl, I'm a United Nations in myself. You see you see my family, and they'll be like, I get it all the time. People are like, y'all can't be related. Y'all can't be blood. Re-. Yep, we sure are. We are blood relatives, all of us. Yep, all of this good stuff over here, okay? All of it over here, okay? Like, 23 and me ain't got nothing on me, girl. Bye. Like, but I'm trying to tell you, but it just, y'all coming for all my people. I'm not here for it. But anyways, so it's a really, really cute show. I like where it's going so far. Um, the kids are super grown, but other than that, it's fun. I like, I like the character of the mom and the, the dynamic between her and Emilio Estevez's character, which I, I dropped the ball somewhere. So in the movies, Emilio's character goes back and forth with like, um, with, uh, Charlie's mom, uh, uh, Pacey, Joshua Jackson, goes back and forth between his mom and, like, another woman. Like I said, the second movie, there's another woman. Which, the second film, actually, like, when it comes to characters, like, the, the newer characters in the film, honestly, that whole thing could be, like, thrown out. Because besides the kids on the team, none of the new characters in the second movie return, at least in their same roles. I know one guy, like, goes from being, like, the, the coach of one team to another team, I suppose. But, like, everybody else in the second film, like, has no bearings on the third film. So, like I said, in the third, like, in the second film, Joshua Jackson's mom is remarried. But in the third film, she's back to being a single mom. There's kind of this thing between her and the coach. And now, so now we're in this new setting. And there's no mention of Charlie. Like, I, I feel like there might have been a tiny me- me- mention, hello, of him. But that's pretty much it. I do know some of the ducks are coming back or have come back because obviously the show's finished or the first season has. I, I'm just not caught up yet. Um, but like the, the some of the ducks from the first couple movies come back, which I love. But um, I don't believe Joshua Jackson is one of them. So I don't know if Charlie or his mom will be mentioned. Um, will they kill off Charlie and his mom? What's going to happen with that? I know Joshua Jackson, I mean, he's been able to work pretty steadily in Hollywood for, you know, decades so maybe he's still working um if he's not working uh or he hasn't quit acting I would say jump on this show or at least even if he is working maybe do one or two episodes of this show and then you know keep pushing Keenan Thompson same thing I would definitely like think he should do it like at least one or two episodes why not come back and reprise your role I would love all of the kids who are still alive which hopefully most of them if not all of them are um would come back at some point and just reprise their roles even if it's for a little bit that would be kind of cool. But yeah, the Mighty Ducks was something that I just, I grew up with like a few of the toys from, from the TV series about where they had actual ducks in it, like little cartoon ducks um, and stuff like that. And I had seen the first movie, but yeah, like, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm actually a fan now. There's also Funko Pops that, that that's actually what started this for me. Me going down this Mighty Ducks rabbit hole was a Funko Pops. I was in Target a few weeks ago and they had them. And I was like, oh, that's right. Like I had heard that Funko was going to release these, but I thought it was like last year and here they are now. And I almost picked up a few of them, but I'm like, I'm not going to pick up characters that I really don't know too much about. So I just left them there. They, they had like, I think all five or six of them like in a row, but I was like, I'm just going to leave them here because I don't really have any connection to those. And then I decided to watch the movie and I actually enjoyed the movie. It wasn't something that I made myself like. I just actually genuinely liked it. I liked 
you know, somewhat of the, the diversity they had in there, because they didn't have a lot, but they had some. By the way, I'm forgetting something kind of important, but not important. Um, Jesse Smollett, Jesse, Jesse Street Neat Smollett, okay, was in the first movie. He plays Jesse, the boy Jesse in the movie's brother, um, who doesn't come back or is like not even mentioned after the first one. I think they are. I think they're brothers though in the first movie, but he is in that movie, which I think that was his acting debut, which I was like, what the heck? Like, what? I knew when I first saw him, I was like, you look so familiar. Why do I know your face? And it's Jesse Street Neat Smollett. That's who it was. Jesse Smollett, which girl shock but honestly real talk okay there's a few people in that first movie a few of the the kid actors who've been in some trouble girl who've been in some trouble girl girl i'm not gonna bring it up on here not me no man but but some of them some of them been in some trouble girl some of them been in some trouble girl (laughs) but anyway so Sorry, this is trash. But no, seriously, the Mighty Ducks TV show, I would say give it a watch. If you haven't seen it yet, it's pretty cute. I'm about to watch like the like the, the last couple episodes before the season is over. Um, I'm gonna watch a few of those. It, it's a cute show. It's a, it's a really cute show. Um, if you like the movies, I think you'll enjoy the show to some degree. I really do like uh, the diversity and casting once again in this. Um, and I, I, it's just it's it, it's interesting. But I really did grow to like the the original three films. If you have not seen the Mighty Ducks films. Definitely give it, give them a chance. I think they're really good movies, to be honest with you, especially the first one and the second one, because they're, even though they're different from each other, and like I said, there's more Disney, like, magic, uh, you know, in the second one and beyond, it's still a good, the, the, the second one's still a really good movie. The third one is pretty good, too. Um, I'm not saying I don't like the third movie. I do like the third movie, but I just like the first two movies much better, and I think that might be because of the, the dynamic of the team. You know, when you have Emilio Estevez's character, uh, Bombay, coaching the first two movies and being that main coach and then all of a sudden you switch it up for the third film I understand their reasoning but you switch it up it just doesn't feel the same it's still good they still had really great chemistry as actors and stuff but it just did not feel the same you know what I mean so I'm I'm kind of like I don't know I I just I really enjoyed the first two movies I think a lot more than I did the third one but the third one was still a good movie so I recommend watching all three of them and then definitely giving this tv series a chance because I think it's doing something a little bit different and I can't wait to see how it ends but that's the end of this one Mighty the Mighty Ducks all three films and the new show Mighty Ducks Game Changers is on Disney plus I personally want to see more Mighty Ducks merchandise now I really do I want to see a Mighty Ducks jersey come out in Disneyland um I, I would love to see that I would even mind a revival of the Mighty Ducks TV series, but I really want to see Donald Duck though involved in things like that. Maybe you could even have like the Mighty Ducks TV series starring Kiwi, Dewey, and Louie being on at this time. I don't know. I haven't seen that TV series in a long time to be quite honest with you, so I don't even remember how it goes. I just remember having like hockey pucks with like the Mighty Ducks characters inside the hockey, like on top of the hockey pucks. They were like, either either they were Burger King or McDonald's toys, but I had those. They were pretty cool. But anyway, that's the end of this one. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your night. Peace out. Or, you know, morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Peace out. See you later.